This is 88.5 NEPM. A Massachusetts High Court confirmation hearing will give Western Mass a voice, but not a nominee. I'm Carrie Healy, and this is Beacon Hill in 5. Our look at the week ahead in politics and government in Massachusetts. We've got Chris Lazinski from the Statehouse News Service on the line. Hey, Chris. Hey, Carrie. Supreme Judicial Court nominee Gabrielle Wolohogen will be in the headlines this week. Wolohogen's nomination has been questioned by some because of her previous relationship with Governor Maura Healey. The governor deflected questions, and she cited Wolohogen's record and underlined that Wolohogen was recommended by the five people on the Supreme Judicial Court Nominating Commission. So, Chris, what do we know about that commission? This commission is the kind of thing that governors always use to help them get a field of applicants for judgeships. In this case, a few of the figures on this five-person commission already have pretty close ties to the governor herself. Kate Hook, her chief of staff, is on it. Paige Scott-Reed, Healy's chief legal counsel, is on it. There are some other folks as well that round it out, but it is certainly noteworthy that a panel consisting partly of Healy close allies came up with uh, at least one name very closely linked to the governor herself in her personal capacity. So Healy's pick must still be confirmed by the governor's council and its eight elected members from around the state. And they'll hold a hearing on Wednesday. So what's expected? And is it likely to just be a glide path for Wolohogen into the court? I don't know if I would say it's expected to be a glide path per se. It would be surprising if Wolohogen does not win this panel's confirmation, but she might face some tricky questions from counselors, particularly given how politically loaded the appointment has become. First of all, let's just note, she has spent more than a decade on the state's appeals court, so has a very long resume, significant qualifications that predate any of Maura Healy's time in elected office. But some of the counselors have already signaled that they are wondering what would happen if a case involving the governor in any kind of capacity, any decisions the governor made, were to go before a court featuring her ex-romantic partner. So I think that the the hearing itself could produce some really interesting headlines, some pointed lines of questioning. But given Wolohosian's qualifications, I don't know if there's any real indication that she's in peril at this point. So an adjacent storyline that has some in Western Mass concerned is that Western Mass has not been represented on the Supreme Judicial Court for nearly eight years. Now, Healy says candidates from across the state were considered. But, Chris, I mean, doesn't that send a poor message to lawyers and judges out here about how much respect they have on Beacon Hill? Yeah, I could certainly understand how folks in the Western Mass legal landscape might feel watching two vacancies open up on the Supreme Judicial Court and the governor pick two people from Eastern Massachusetts that are very well known to her. Of course, the other one went to Bessie Dewar, who served as Solicitor General, first appointed to that by Governor Healy when she was Attorney General. But you know, this is kind of the way that politics works. There's always been more of a focus on folks in the the Eastern Mass, Beacon Hill, City Hall arena. And unfortunately, it just seems to be continuing. 
Let's change gears here and briefly talk about artificial intelligence. Its potential is seemingly limitless, as are concerns about it. An executive order from Governor Healy last week created a task force to study artificial intelligence and to advise the governor. What do we expect to come of this? Yeah, I think that they're going to be working really on two different fronts at once. Artificial intelligence is the kind of thing that seems to offer a lot of potential. This panel is going to be looking at ways that the state could implement this new technology and encourage its use in the private sector to break new ground. But I'd also imagine that this task force is going to be asked to figure out what kind of safeguards and regulations need to be in place, especially as we continue to see headlines about some of the worrying ways that artificial intelligence could be used, privacy concerns, security concerns, things like that. That's the real Chris Lazinski. He's a reporter with the Statehouse News Service in Boston. Chris, thank you. Of course. This is Beacon Hill and 5, our weekly check-in at the Statehouse. You can subscribe to this podcast and others from NEPM at our website. That's nepm.org slash podcast. This is 88.5 NEPM.